This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Well, here we go. Welcome to this hour of the program. Rob Breckenridge with you. 403-974-8255. A lot more still to come. We will hear from the Canadian Association of Oil Producers later in the hour. Uh, their latest forecast for the oil sands. Uh, and there's some good news here. Or at least there's some optimistic projections uh, in the years ahead. We'll talk about that coming up later in the hour. I've got some other stuff to get to as well. Uh, but off the top in this hour, I want to talk some provincial politics. Now, uh, just a follow-up on what we talked about yesterday. Jason Kenney, PC leader, joined us on the program yesterday. His concern that maybe there are outside interests, maybe people sympathetic to the NDP, were trying to scuttle conservative unity efforts. Uh, the suggestion that maybe some are trying to buy Wild Rose memberships in order to vote against the merger and prevent it from happening. It's a high threshold in the Wild Rose Party, 75%. So you, you could see maybe it wouldn't be that difficult to have uh, an organized effort to buy Wild Rose memberships, vote against the merger, and halt all of this in its tracks. Right? If the parties vote against it, that's it. It's not going to happen. And are the NDP worried about it happening? Probably they are. I think, well, they've admitted as much. Certainly the fundraising letters they're sending out to people. Uh, there was one I saw where it basically said, let's be blunt. This does represent a threat. So, you know, give us your money. Uh, one memo in particular they've highlighted, and this came from the local political engagement committee, the Alberta Teachers Association. And so they've put this out on Twitter. Here's what it says. It says, Dear Rocky View colleagues, it's not often that the local political engagement committee asks you to take this type of action, but today we are inviting you to consider purchasing a membership in the Wild Rose Party of Alberta. Why? Good question. As you are likely aware, the Wild Rose Party and the PC Party are potentially joining forces. In July, the party members will have the opportunity to vote on the merger. This is the first place you can have your say. After this date, a leadership race will proceed, one that many, or one that may, rather, given the political climate in our province, see the election of our next premier. At the present time, the two candidates most likely to succeed are either Brian Jean or Jason Kenney. If you'd like to have your say, you can vote online on July 22nd regarding the merger of the two parties, but you need to get a membership with the Wild Rose. This can be done at wildrose.ca. On October 28th, you will then be able to vote for the new leader of the party, assuming the merger is passed. It is important to remember that our ATA is a nonpartisan organization. However, this is an opportunity for you to elect the person who could potentially be our next premier. And so if you have any questions, feel free to contact Annette Forer or Foray at whatever. It's redacted. So I don't know what to make of that because it certainly makes reference to the merger. But there's no directive there to scuttle the merger. And maybe the implication is obvious. Buy a membership, have a say in the merger. Wink, wink, you know what to do. Now, it says here this is an opportunity for you to elect the person who could potentially be our next premier. But it also mentions that the only two candidates are Brian Jean and Jason Kenney. So if the ATA doesn't like either of those two, well, what's the point of encouraging members to vote for one over the other? So I'm not sure what's going on there, what to make of that. Uh, but that was something Jason Kenney had mentioned yesterday. I wanted to point that out to you. All right. Now, the other problem, though, for the PCs and the Wild Rose is that issues related to gay rights keep haunting them, keep coming up. I don't understand why. I've said many times the NDP would love to fight the next election on social issues. They would love that. They would love to try to take the 2012 playbook and apply it to 2019. I don't know if they'll be able to. I think people have other more pressing issues on their mind, but I think the NDP would love, love, love to do that. 
So what mystifies me is why the Wild Rose or the PCs are playing into that. So here we go again. Now, we mentioned one of these stories yesterday where the PCs kind of bungled their efforts to have an official delegation in the Edmonton Pride Parade, and then uh, that became embarrassing for them. They were looking to distract by feeding some other stories to Edmonton Journal columnist Paula Simons. Well, the issue with the Wild Rose Party is one openly gay Wild Rose staffer was planning to be a part of the Pride Parade in Edmonton, put the word out to others in the party that, hey, you know, if you'd love to join me, uh, come on down. We're going to be at Edmonton Pride, and it's going to be fun. And some of the reaction to that on social media from people within the party was was quite ugly, honestly. Uh, and even this, this staffer, Cody Johnston, was pretty shocked by it. Uh, well, Graham Thompson, political reporter for the Edmonton Journal, has a piece today on... Yet another controversy around these issues within the Wild Rose Party. Graham, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Okay, Rob, my pleasure. All right. Well, you know, I mean, it seems as though the, these parties, you would think, would have learned their lesson about mishandling these issues. But yet again, it seems like both the Wild Rose and the PCs have kind of stepped in it. Uh, your piece today focuses on what happened in the Wild Rose Party. Tell us more about that. Yeah, this was a case last weekend. We had the Pride Parade in Edmonton, the, the different festivities. And there was... Um, a long time, like seven years, I've been working for the Wild Rose Party. He's a staffer, Cody Johnston, openly gay. He was telling people in the party, because on, went online and said, yes, I'll be going there. People should come and enjoy the festivities. <clears throat> well, he began getting a lot of um, nasty comments on Facebook from people saying that um, this is a sinful lifestyle, that the Wild Rose does not condone these kind of events. And the thing is, Cody Johnston actually then, he put these things online to to let people see what's actually happening. And he said, you know, why is the Wild Rose so homophobic? Or he said, actually, goddamn homophobic. Mm -hmm. And this is, um, and so this became, of course, went just through social media, like a knife through butter. And uh, people began talking about here again is the Wild Rose causing problems for itself. Now, uh, later in the weekend, um, you had Brian Jean. He didn't talk about it directly, but Cody Johnson put out another uh, statement to the media saying that uh, even though he got some disgusting comments attacking him online from Wild Rose members, he had a lot of support from other Wild Rose members, including Brian Jean. But Brian Jean has not actually addressed this publicly himself that I'm aware of. I tried to get him yesterday. He wasn't available. But this is an issue for the Wild Rose. This, this is a chronic issue, as you point out, Rob, that... Um, that the Wild Rose now is trying to find a way of, uh, you know, getting a lid on this. And I was talking yesterday to Jeff Calloway, who is the president of the party, and he said what they're actually going to do is um, look at who made these comments, investigate it, and if necessary, they may actually revoke their uh, memberships. Because he's saying this is not reflecting well on the party, and people who are members of the party must, you know, must like be more accepting and inclusive. So this is the Wild Rose potentially revoking memberships of people who went online and Facebook to attack this young, openly gay man. So the Wild Rose are looking for ways to try and put a lid on this because, yes, this, this is a chronic problem. It really came to the surface in 2012 during the election campaign when it, at least one of the um, Wild Rose candidates uh, you know, had that posting about Lake of Fire and, and homosexuals will, will be damned in a lake of fire. That helped sink the Wild Rose's chances in 2012. And the leader at the time, Daniel Smith, really made an effort to try and reach out to the LGBTQ community. And it seemed that whenever she tried to do that, she got slapped down by her own party, both overtly and covertly. And that actually helped lead to her 
do that floor crossing in 2014. She got so sick and tired of the social conservatives in her party uh, speaking out against her that she just gave up. And I think that she called people in the party like this, I think she called them the debating society. These are people in the party who will not be pragmatic, that they think they have a principle and they will die with that principle, even if it means bringing down the party with them. Well, I mean, you mentioned Brian Jean because it seems to me like he tried to move past all of this, that he doesn't seem to be going out of his way to make an issue about some of these these social issues. But uh, in terms of dealing with it internally, maybe there's there's only so much the leader can do. And he doesn't really want to rock the boat either, because I don't get the sense that, as you say, is willing to come out really publicly and, and take these people on and really publicly condemn this. Yeah, and this is a really good point because, he, of course, he did not take part in the parade last weekend. Um, he said he had other commitments, and instead the party sent Tani Yao, another um, Wild Rose MLA, went to the, the, the parade. But you're right, <clears throat> Brian Jean wants to say that you know, he, he's very inclusive, but when it comes to actually coming out publicly and condemning what happened, he has not done that on the weekend. And, of course, uh, Jason Kenney, the progressive conservative leader, was not at the Pride Parade either. And I think what you can read into that potentially is politically, they both know that there is a, a chunk of people in the Wild Rose and conservative parties that don't want the parties to be more inclusive. And both these leaders, of course, are heading into the July 22nd ratification vote where the two parties want to amalgamate, unify, become one. If that actually happens on July 22nd, if they both ratify, then they go into a leadership race where there'll be a new leader chosen for that new party. So you can imagine uh, they don't want to alienate uh, members of of either party they're socially conservative. Right. Well, and I mean, the PCs have their own issues around pride because originally, as I understand it, they were going to have a delegation march in the parade. That didn't happen. They ended up sending one MLA to be a part of the festivities. I don't think he was actually in the parade. And then your colleague Paula Simons got dragged into this because there were some internal discussions in the PC party. Maybe they could feed her some other stories to distract from this pride story. Yeah, this is a bizarre uh, issue. You're right, because you go back historically, at least in the last few years, um, the PC leadership has made a point of going to the the Pride Parades. Um, Dave Hancock, when he was interim premier, and Alison Redford made a point of marching in the parade. of other other MLAs this year... um, it was Richard Starkey was the one who was sent there to you know wave the flag, so to speak, for the uh, the PCs. But what happened is um, yes, the media began questioning why isn't Kenny there? Why isn't Brian Jean there? And so this kind of bizarre story happened where I won't get into all the details; it take too long. But there was an internal memo that somehow got sent out to everybody, as opposed to staying in within the PC caucus, and it talked about. Yes, let's try and uh, distract the media away from the Pride Parade stories that are embarrassing to us. And let's leak something to Paula Simons where we are critical of the how the government's handling this uh, all-party committee looking into children in care. It's a different issue, of course, as you know, children who die in government care. It's an ongoing panel looking at this. It's a big issue. So they're saying, we don't like the way the government's handling it, but let's leak this to Paula and get her and maybe other media off the scent of the Pride Parade you know, uh, problems and uh, potential embarrassing stories. And of course, that went out publicly, and we end up getting a copy of it. So did Paula, of course, and then she 
she did a column saying this is the PCs trying to manipulate things. Now the PC said, hey, hold on, this is just an idea that was discussed and we rejected it immediately. But of course, that raises the question, well, why would you even consider this? Yeah. Like, you know, this, this is you showing your level of, um, I guess, manipulation of the media and your cynicism that you were hoping to try and use the children care uh, panel as a way to distract the media from the PCs, in particular, not taking part in the Pride Parade. Yeah, I mean, it's it's deeply cynical. You're right. And I mean, what, what surprises me about it is because that is a serious issue. And there are a lot of other issues in Alberta that are legitimate, that people are concerned about, that certainly the government is vulnerable on. It seems to me that they would probably love the government, that is the NDP, to fight the next election on these social issues. And it seems as though these issues around pride and what we've seen before from Brian Jean and Jason Kenney, a lot of it is playing into their hands. Absolutely. This is what the NDP wants. Now, the NDP, the big weakness of the NDP is the economy. Of course, you get the carbon tax tied into, you know, their their um, climate uh, leadership plan. And, of course, like what they want there, the NDP wants to get that pipeline built, the Kinder Morgan extension to the West Coast. That would help them. But if that doesn't go ahead, they've got a real problem dealing with the economy. They, we're in a recession. We're coming out of it now. But that's the big Achilles heel for the government is uh, – the economy, basically. And they, then the NDP, wants to fight an election potentially on social conservative issues, and they can just absolutely hammer the Wild Rose and the PCs if they form a new party, the, you know, the UCP, United Conservative Party, then the NDP can go after them as being too socially conservative. And we saw how that hurt the Wild Rose back in 2012. And that was very telling that you go back to that campaign, and we were thinking, my goodness, the polls are showing the Wild Rose potentially winning that election. And it turned around in the last week where the PCs won it, in part because of the social conservative views coming out from Wildrose members. And of course, the whole issue about climate change as well and denying climate change, that was also a factor. But you're right, going into next election, the NDP would love to have an issue like gay rights to attack the opposition to attack the Wild Rose and the PCs and potentially this new party as a way to frighten a moderate Albertans. On, the, on these issues, Albertans are very moderate when it comes mm-hmm. to gay and lesbian issues. You know, like, let them be, don't attack them, don't be um, intolerant, be more accepting. This is something the NDP would really hope to use as an issue. And we're seeing already, we're seeing Rachel Notley, the Premier, talk about the Wild Rose and the PCs as, as being too socially conservative, as, as being uh, people who demonize um, people, the, the innocents, the, 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 the gay and lesbian community. So you're right, this is an issue. And you've you got to think that things, the Wild Rose executive, they know this. They know it's, yeah. it's a problem for them, and they keep trying to get beyond it. And so, as I mentioned earlier on, to go back to 2012, 2014, uh, the Wild Rose lead at the time, Danielle Smith, was trying to make uh, inroads by talking to people in the, the LGBTQ community. She kept getting hammered by her own people publicly, and also behind the scenes, she was saying, we're actively working against her. And that was, she said, just this chronic problem where they would not evolve. They kept digging in their heels, just the social conservatives in the wild rose, and causing problems for their own party, but they didn't seem to get it. They didn't seem to get how they're being political, uh, politically suicidal on this issue, because they want to dig in their heels and think, 
if you're gay or lesbian, that's wrong, and we're going to make sure that that's part of our, our, our platform. And even when she tried in 2014 at their annual convention in November of that year, she made a speech that was on the Friday saying that we are inclusive. This weekend we'll be passing a resolution protecting sexual minorities. Well, the party that we can, the people at that, that uh, convention voted against her. They voted against that, res, that resolution. And that's what led to her saying, I've had it with these people. And then that's led to her crossing the floor. Right. Well, much more in all of this, uh, as mentioned, EdmontonJournal.com. Graham, thanks so much for making some time for us here. Appreciate it. It's been my pleasure. Thanks, Rob. There you go. Graham Thompson, political columnist, Edmonton Journal, EdmontonJournal.com. So uh, I'm getting a lot of texts saying, well, why, why do these leaders have to go? I, I personally don't think they have to go. If Brian Jean or Jason Kenney wants to go, then go. If they don't want to, that's fine. If others in the party want to go, okay. The issue here, at least in the Wild Rose... It's not that Brian Jean didn't go, fine, whatever, but this staffer, Cody Johnston, said he was going to go, was letting people know via Facebook, uh, and the response he got, how the hell do you few get to represent the Wild Rose Party in this highly divisive and historically, ethically charged event? Represent yourself, but in no way do you represent the vast majority of Wild Rose members. That was one message. Another one here to Cody Johnston. The, ex, uh, the intent of these events are to promote a sinful lifestyle and feel that through these parades that this will find favor. We wear our Wild Rose t-shirts at Wild Rose approved events. Your event does not have the approval of the membership of the Capital Region of the Wild Rose Party. You certainly may do whatever you wish in your own private time, but do not give viewers the impression that this is Wild Rose approved. What is Brian Jean's position regarding what you were doing? And on and on it goes. And all he did was to say, look... You know, I'm going. If any other Wild Roses want to join me, come on down. It'll be fun. If you don't want to go, say, you know, no thanks. But why go after this guy? Why attack this guy? Why make an issue of it? I don't understand it. Anyway, 403-974-8255. Got this text. It says, Rob, this makes me feel sick. I've been Wild Rose since before it was cool. I predate Danielle Smith in the party. The reason I joined was because of the Libertarian vent. And how awesome a man the then leader Paul Hinman was. I publicly condemn homophobes or anyone who seeks to infringe on the rights of other humans. Personally, I think these people are a small but loud group. I do not know of any members that are homophobic. The first staffer hired after Heather and Rob crossed was openly gay and continues to hold many important roles in the party. All right, 403-974-8255. Someone texted me to say you were attacking those two leaders for not going. I'm certainly not. When did I ever do that? They don't want to go. They're not obligated to go. The uh, if others in the party want to go and represent, then that's that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. The issue here is that someone in the Wild Rose was going to go and was attacked by members of his own party for daring to wear a Wild Rose shirt at this event. You don't want to go, then don't go. But why are you attacking somebody who wants to represent your party there? That's the issue. Anyway, 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.